Open our eyes, dear Lord, that we may see the wonders of your word. Amen. Today we are in Ezra chapter 8, where we see the genealogy of those who were returning back with Ezra being noted down and the account of how they returned back to Jerusalem. Verses 1 to 14 talks about all the houses of the leaders altogether a total of 6000 to 7000 people came back with Ezra what is the necessity of taking these records one reason might be that this time Ezra was making sure it is actually the people of Israel who were coming back and not some rogue actors like it happened during the captivities of the kings of Assyria where they left behind their own people to corrupt the people of Israel secondly it might also be a fact that the people of Israel were good record keepers and that is the reason there were many scribes and Ezra was in fact a scribe as we saw yesterday and they kept meticulous records of every birth every death and every marriage and every financial transaction and so on so this was one way of making sure that these records stay in perpetuity so what does it signify to us as new testament christians jesus said in luke chapter 10 verse 20 rejoice that your names are recorded in heaven and in revelation chapter 21 verse 27 says only those whose names are written in the lamb's book of life will enter the new jerusalem Many people assume that we have to do something to have our names written down in the book of life. So they ask, what should I do to have my name written in the book of life? The answer to this question is that you don't believe in Jesus in order to have your name written, but because your name has been written in the book of life, you come to believe in Jesus. Paul says in Galatians chapter 1 verse 15 God who set me apart from my mother's womb and called me by his grace Jeremiah the prophet also echoes this in chapter 1 verse 5 Before I formed you in the belly I knew you and before you came forth out of the womb I sanctified you Isaiah the prophet also says in 49 verse 1 Listen O isles to me and listen you people from far the lord has called me from the womb from the bowels of my mother has he made mention of my name Paul also reveals a very great truth in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 4 where he says for God chose us in Jesus Christ before the foundation of the world so our names are written in the book of life before the foundations of the world and that is why i say you don't have to believe in jesus in order to have your name written but because your name has been written in the book of life you come into the saving knowledge of jesus christ so if that is the case does it mean that because god has written our names before the foundation of the world then it makes us mere robots who can act only because if his name is written in the book of life and that is where the free will of man comes into the picture god has given us the free will to act on our own and that is his great mystery so is it god's choosing that is going to work out in the end or is it man's choosing using his free will that is going to make him a believer or a child of god The Bible tells us it is actually a matter of both. 
God has indeed written the names in the book of life and we by drawing nearer to God and choosing God out of our own free will become his children and thereby we justify our names that have been written in the book of life and that is the reason why salvation is indeed a great gift which can only be given by God which we cannot earn by any of our good deeds and at the same time God is gently standing at the door of our hearts and knocking to be let in he is not someone who is going to barge into the door of our heart and say hey i want to reside in your heart make room no he gives us that free will to hear his knocking and open the door of our heart so that he might enter inside and dwell inside us so that is how god's choosing and our free will work in tandem to produce that mystery so what happens if your name is not found in the book of life revelation chapter 20 verse 15 tells us if anyone's name was not found written in the book of life he was thrown into the lake of fire and there is a third question that keeps getting asked is it possible for a christian to be scribbled out of the book of life that is his name to be removed from the book of life is it possible indirectly they are asking is it possible for a christian to lose his salvation revelation chapter 3 verse 5 says he who overcomes will be clothed in white garments and i will not erase his name from the book of life and i will confess his name before my father and before his angels so what does this mean indirectly it means those who are not overcomers will be erased from the book of life we are called to be overcomers as we already saw in the book of second chronicles chapter 34 through the king josiah if you have forgotten or if you are new you can access the podcast from our website bibleonechapteraday.com so the person who doesn't overcome will have his name erased from the book of life many people falsely say that once saved is eternally saved they quote the words of jesus in john chapter 10 verses 27 and 28 where he says my sheep hear my voice and i know them and they follow me and i give them eternal life and they shall never perish neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand since god is saying that they shall never perish they say look once a person has attained salvation he shall never perish yes indeed god promised everybody who believes in him a unperishable everlasting life as we see in john chapter 3 verse 16 but then as we have seen salvation is not just a one time process salvation starts at the point when we dedicate our lives to jesus and that is the justification part of salvation and then comes the sanctification part of salvation wherein once we are saved we walk day by day slowly being conformed into the image of jesus christ learning to be an overcomer day by day overcoming sin and finally after our death comes the third part of the salvation which is glorification 
our bodies will be transformed from our earthly bodies into a spiritual body very similar to god we shall indeed have god's glory clothes and that is the glorification part of salvation so there are three stages first is the initial justification and then the journey of sanctification and then finally the glorification so that being the case what will happen if a person continues in sin even after coming into the knowledge of the lord jesus christ does he get to go to heaven of course not because revelation chapter 3 verse 5 it is indeed jesus words where he says those who do not overcome will be erased from the book of life and only the people who are in the book of life can enter into heaven so that being the case god cannot lie and therefore this is very true indeed so how do we reconcile with the fact that on the one hand the bible seems to be saying that your salvation will never perish and on the other hand the lord jesus christ saying your name will be erased from the book of life the answer is quite simple really we read about it in matthew chapter 7 verse 21 to 27 where jesus says something quite astounding many people will call him lord but he doesn't know them and calls them workers of iniquity so they might claim to be saved they might claim to have received the gift of salvation but indeed they are not written in the book of life if they had been written in the book of life they would have walked diligently and been overcomers so you see there is a mystery acting inside this though the names are written it is indeed the free will of the person being involved in his walk with Christ as well which produces the fruit and thereby it justifies the name that is written in the book of life it is a circular thing coming back to Ezra 8 we see that from verses 15 to 20 Ezra sending for the levites they came to a river that runs to Ahava and there they camped for 3 days and while he was taking a review he found that there were none of the sons of levi so he sent some of the leading men who were men of insight and he sent them to ido telling them what to say to ido and his brothers and to ask them to send ministers for the house of our god and because the good hand of god was on them they were able to find a man of discretion namely sherabaya with his sons and kinsmen and the levites who were associated with him in verses 21 to 23 we read that Ezra proclaimed a fast and a prayer for protection of the people who were traveling back to Jerusalem Ezra was asking for the safety of not only themselves but also their children and all their goods so you see even children taking part in the activity of going back returning back to their homeland this was probably not taken of their own volition but rather their parents should have taken the decision for them so what does it tell us that we are to give the path for our kids in our family so that they can understand the path of salvation so it is very very essential if you have kids in your house that you spend quality time sitting around together with your bibles and discussing various truths from the bible with your kids so that they get to know what it is to be a christian 
Alternatively, you can also opt in for our kids WhatsApp group wherein you can join in and every day there are various things that are happening in that group which would be a great blessing for your kids to get to know the Lord our God, our Creator from a very young age. And Ezra was especially concerned because he was taking a huge amount of gold and silver and vessels and bronze to the temple of the Lord God of Israel. These were the presents or the gifts given by the king Artaxerxes and his counselors and his lords and also the people of Israel who offered for the holy temple of the Lord. So he distributed all those silver and gold and all the other vessels and utensils to these priests and Levites so that they will not face any problem during the journey because in those days journeying around was a very tedious and a dangerous task because there were many people who were willing to kill them and rob them of their belongings during the journey. And that is why Ezra was praying to the Lord God by fasting. He was ashamed to ask the king for a band of soldiers and horsemen to protect them because he had told the king the hand of our God is for good on all who seek him. So Ezra felt he need to put his money where his mouth is. And because of his fasting and seeking the Lord God, God listened to their prayers and gave them protection on all sides. Fasting is a very great way of getting the attention of God. It not only gets your attention single-handedly focused on God, but then it also brings God's attention to you and your supplication and your prayers. Notice how Ezra set apart 12 leading priests in verse 24 and also 12 Levites. If you read the verse 24, it is a bit confusing where it says, Then I set apart 12 of the leading priests, Sherebiah, Hashabiah and 10 of their kinsmen with them. So if we see this, it looks as if Sherebiah, Hashabiah and the 10 were actually the priests. But then no, because in, in verses 18 and 19 we read, Sherebiah and Hashabiah were actually Levi's and his kinsmen were also Levi's. The silver and gold and all the utensils were divided among these 24 men. These 12 priests and these 12 Levites are also symbolic of the fact of the 12 tribes that we see in Revelation chapter 7 and chapter 14. We shall see about those during the meditation of the book of Revelation. And Ezra also notes that the hand of God was on them and he delivered them from the hand of the enemy and from ambushes along the way. Verse 34 he notes the whole was counted and weighed and the weight of everything was recorded. So you see all the gold and silver, Ezra made it a point to make sure that none of it went to waste or none of it was misused. Everything that was given to the house of the Lord was used diligently. Even today this is a great challenge for the leaders of ministry. Whether your ministry is big or small, all the money that is coming into your account, are you using it for the Lord? And are you working with integrity and faithfulness and with a clear conscience? That is a great question to ponder. 
Verse 35 we see they gave burnt offerings to the God of Israel using 12 bulls for all of Israel even though only two tribes were there Judah and Benjamin some of the remnant of the other tribes were also along with them those whose hearts the God of Israel stirred up so the 12 bulls and the 12 male goats were to act as the sin offering and then finally they delivered the king's commandments or the decree to the king's satraps and to the governors and they aided the people and the house of god may god bless these words amen